Hello everyone, this is Layla from the future. Um, I'm stopping by because I made a mistake in this episode and I wanted to inform everyone before you start listening. So at around 7 minutes and 55 seconds, I start talking about the Ole Henriksen um, sauna scrub, I think it's called. And in that segment, I mentioned that AHAs are good for sensitive skin when I actually meant PHAs. So PHAs are good for sensitive skin. AHAs depend on the person, but they're meant for more normal skin or skin that isn't sensitive. So of course, patch test and figure it out what works best for you. But I just need to say that before the episode gets started. So again, at 7.55 when I talk about the Ole Henriksen sauna scrub. Bye. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Q Kind Of. If this is your first time here, hello, hi, welcome back to another episode. So today is going to be a little different. Actually, no, it's not going to be different and maybe you're not even going to notice, but today I'm using a new editing software to record and edit this podcast. Um, previously, I used Audition and then I was informed that my Adobe subscription went up to $60. So then I was like, huh, interesting. And then I was like, I cannot afford that. So let's just get rid of that and just get Photoshop. So I'm using Audacity today, which is supposed to be like, well, which is a free podcast or just audio editing software. You can get it online. And so if you're looking to start a podcast, but don't want to pay for software, that's an option. And today I'm using it. So we will see how well it goes. But today I thought it'd be fun to do another product reviews and recommendations. This is going to be the second one, part two. Hopefully I can reach part 100. That'd be fun, right? But I'll be talking about five things today and they're pretty random, but they're mostly in the beauty space. So without further ado, let's just get started. All right, so the very first thing is a techie fashion find and they're actually blue light filter glasses. I bought a pair, which includes two for $20 on Amazon and I love them. I think throughout like high school, college, even now, like I do primarily all my work on the computer, whether that be like doing homework in college and high school to like, or that can be like searching for jobs, working on this podcast, working on the blog, you know, art things. Like I do primarily all my graphic design things on the computer. So I'm spending a lot of time on the computer and I know I'm not the only one. I know like probably like millions of people do as well because they have to. And one of the things about the computer or even your phone is that it emits something called blue light. Although I don't know kind of more of the technical aspects of blue light, I do know that (laughs) me sitting on the computer for a very long time does make my eyes really tired and in turn can give me like a headache or just make me irritable. So I learned online that you can buy these blue light glasses. So I bought the pair from Amazon and honestly, I've been using them since the beginning of the year and my eyes feel so much better, especially at the end of the day. Like I don't have the headache and I don't have like the really intense like burning dry eye feeling that you can get 
and it helps me work a lot more effectively on the computer because I can work for like longer increments of time and not having to like stop and like give my eyes a rest although that's highly recommended and also when I'm working on the computer you have the option on like a macbook at least and on the phone that you can turn off or just switch to like a night shift or just make your computer screen optics like a lot warmer so it can help with the blue light situation however like when i'm working on art and stuff like i need to be switching back and forth anyways just to make sure the art is correct and the colors are correct so having these glasses are really really nice and i would really recommend them and then also on top of that like you don't have to buy these specific glasses but if you already wear glasses while you're on the computer or just like day to day you can get like the blue lens blue light filter on your lenses for your glasses at your like glasses place I'm pretty sure or like the next time you buy a new pair of glasses you can invest in that I think it can be pretty expensive so it's gonna you're gonna have to come it's going to have to come down to your insurance and how much you're willing to pay for it but I highly recommend them um the only thing about them though is when I got them this is a pretty like thick plastic frame so the nose bridge the temple and the temple tips were very uncomfortable on my face like if you want if you wear glasses and you have a wide face um <laughs> you will feel that tension or like that pressure from the temple tips and like the nose bridge area on you so I had to like take my glasses off like every so often throughout the day because it would start hurting so what I did what I ended up doing is I did the hairdryer method where like you put your hairdryer on hot on the temple area of your glasses and then hold them out for like 30 seconds to kind of expand them and then also I did that with the nose bridge but then what I an extra step that I did that really helped was that I used like a nail file buffer not like a very coarse one but one that's more smoother and I buffed out the nose bridge area the temple and the temple tips and that helped way more so the glasses fit my face a lot better and I don't feel that tension but then also another thing is I buffed on the nose bridge a little too much so now the glasses slide down my nose every so often but I don't mind it because I can just push them back up but in general blue light glasses highly recommend all right so the next one is a hair care favorite slash review slash recommendation I was on Allura's Best of Beauty for 2020 and I saw this product from Nexus and it's called the Carefix Keratin Shampoo and Conditioner. It got ranked like number one for um, either drugstore hair care, drugstore beauty, or just hair care in general. I don't remember which one, but I was looking at it and I was like, wait a minute, this is in my shower. So then I went to my shower to check it out and like we were out of the shampoo pretty much, but we had the conditioner and there was a lot of it in the bottles. We still had like a lot of product left over. Um, the conditioner itself retails for $17, but I think the shampoo is around like 10 bucks. But I decided, let me try out the conditioner. Let's see if it works. And so I did my normal hair care routine. I shampooed my hair and then put the conditioner in my hair, clipped it up, did the rest of my shower routine, and then washed it out as like the second to last thing. And honestly, my hair felt so good. It was so smooth and it was so nice. Um, right now my hair, I have this issue with my hair where my scalp is like pretty oily, but my like actual hair strands are pretty dry 
which has to do with me shower like washing my hair every two days which I'm trying to figure out which I will get to the bottom of at some point but um, I really like this hair conditioner. I don't use it on my scalp. I keep it away from my scalp because it's on the thicker, heavier side. So it's going to weigh down like your scalp, like the hair on your scalp, which you should avoid. But it's really, really good for like the actual strands and the ends because it is a very conditioning and very like, I would say nourishing, even though like the ends of my hair are still really dry for some reason. I think I just need to cut it, but I really like this conditioner and I highly recommend. So yeah, that's that. I want to try the shampoo. I will once I figure out my hair issues. <laughs> All right, so the next product is a skincare product. It's from Ole Henriksen. It's the Pore Bound Sauna Scrub. It retails for $28 at Sephora. Um, so good thing I looked this up because for the longest time I thought it was a physical exfoliant, but it's actually a chemical one. It uses a lot of AHAs, but in general AHAs, if you want to know, I talked about it in my skincare, wait, no, my acne fighting ingredients episode, which is like my most popular episode where I just go over all the different like skincare buzzwords that you hear all the time, what they mean, um, and then which skincare ingredient you need in your skincare routine and what would work best for you so i'll link that on the blog so you can check it out but basically ahas are very good for like very sensitive skin um i have normal skin however i really like this face scrub and i think it does a really great job helping my hyperpigmentation but also like oiliness and pores and I think a lot of my hyperpigmentation went down in the past month and a half, not only with my new like skincare products I started to include, my new skincare products that I've included in my skincare routine, but also because I went from using this face scrub from once a week to two to three times a week, which I think has drastically improved <laughs> the hyperpigmentation situation on my face. Um, but I was looking through my like old Sephora purchases and I've actually bought this before in 2018. I just like could not remember. That's like how many products I use on a regular basis. So like if you were ever wondering, yeah, like I forget what I use too sometimes. But in general, I really like this and it is definitely a face scrub I would recommend. It's really nice. Um, especially it's aimed for people with oily to combination skin which is i have oily skin if you're wondering but also i'm pretty sure like because it is ahas it is will be good for sensitive skin however it does have a very intense cooling minty sensation on the skin so if your skin can't handle that which i know a lot of sensitive skin people can't then don't buy this but ahas in general are good for sensitive skin um so if you're looking for like an exfoliant or like a pore cleansing treatment go for ahas but in general this is a really good face scrub and it's certified clean at sephora so if you're into clean beauty definitely recommend it all right next we have a makeup favorite so this is the ordinary serum foundation it retails for six dollars and seventy cents on the ordinary.com or sorry dyson.com which is the parent company of the ordinary um, so I talk about this foundation a lot and I realized that I should just sit down and just give it a proper review, but, um, the reason why I want to talk about it is I wanted to give like a very niched or detailed recommendation for those I think might enjoy this foundation. So in general, I'm a fan of serum foundations or very like liquidy hydrating type of foundations. 
only because I think they just sit so beautifully on the skin and they're like radiant but also give like a natural look to the skin but um this foundation I purchased it for the very first time when it actually came out like several years ago and it was instantly one of my favorites and the reason why it was my favorite wasn't because I used it on its own and I just really enjoyed it. It's actually a very thin formulated foundation so you're not going to get a lot of coverage and then also on top of that like it can come off very streaky so you're going to have to like build it up several times just to get the proper coverage you'd want but the reason why I really liked it is because of the color selection like leaning into the more like yellow olive gold which not a lot of foundations do but also because of how thin it was and how like the color was of it it was a really great mixing medium for my other foundations that were a little too light for me or a little too dark for me just having like the serum foundation with a nice undertone was really nice to add into those foundations which ended up never like actually changing kind of the finish of the foundation there was a little luminous or like radiance added to the foundation due to like the serum finish of this foundation but in general it just looked really nice and it didn't separate on my skin which is something that has happened to me before with other foundations or with which has happened to me when I have mixed other foundations together so I don't do it very often but the ordinary serum the Ordinary Serum Foundation is one of those foundations that actually can mix pretty well with pretty much any foundation I found. So that's why I really like it. Like I said, you can definitely use this on its own. However, you're going to have to build it up or just use a lot in general just to get like a very, to get like some coverage on the skin. It is very thin and very like liquidy watery so that's just something to keep in mind if you're into that type of finish for foundation or you don't wear a lot of foundation in general but you just want to use something very light that can add like color or just even out the skin tone then i would recommend this but it's a great mixing medium that i found that i really enjoy using and it's very very inexpensive when it comes to foundation it's even less cheap as or i even think cheaper than drugstore foundation so that's why i really like it they also have another one called the Coverage Foundation, which is definitely thicker. However, I've never tried it because I just really like using the serum foundation. And also, if you're on the yellow, olive, very warm side naturally, I would highly recommend checking this out if you also have the issue of finding the proper foundation shade. But yeah, that's kind of how I use it and how I would recommend it to people and who I would recommend it to. Finally, the last product is the e.l.f. Dome Stipple Brush, which retails for $6. I bought it from Target. So originally when I bought this, for some reason, whenever I walk into a retail store and go into the makeup section, my like sense of reasoning and reading has like completely gone out the window because like I picked this up thinking this was like a dome buffing brush, but it's actually dome stipple. And just to let you guys know, I hate stippling brushes. It's like not my most favorite way to apply or blend in foundation. However, I've come to really like this brush and I'll tell you why. So before I tell you that, I went on the e.l.f. website just to see like what people were talking about with this brush and people gave it a 2.7 out of 5. Um, and I found that the reason why they gave that is because it hurts to use and I want to let everyone know that I hate using stipple brushes 
because they do hurt like when you use them to blend in the foundation um like i said i have normal skin so when i use products they don't bother me as much as they would like someone with sensitive skin but even using like a stipple brush hurts um and i've used like several from different brands hence why i'm saying this I've come to love this brush and I'll tell you why, the way I use it. So when it comes down to applying foundation, I like to apply my foundation very efficiently, which I'm about to tell you how crazy I am when it comes to makeup application. But I like to apply it very efficiently, meaning like I don't like to apply more than I need to. And I like having the most even amount of coverage. And I don't like it when my beauty blender sucks up foundation. Like I hate when that happens. So how I like to use a stippling brush is I don't like using, I don't like to use it as my old overlay blending or buffing brush for my foundation. I just like using it to, oh my God, there's like a squirrel. <laughs> and I swear to God, that squirrel was like staring at me for like a good minute. Okay, so going back onto topic, but I really like using this is I'll put my foundation on my mixing palette. What I'll do is I'll spread the foundation out a little on my mixing palette and then I'll just tap my brush, my dome stipple brush into that. And then I'll slightly streak it onto different areas of my face um, before going in with like a buffing brush or my beauty blender. And the reason why I like doing that is I find that like when I use a stippling brush to stipple on the product, um, the line, it will like streak, but the streaks that are, okay, the streak that will appear on your face are pretty minimal so like once I apply it on it kind of evenly coats the different areas of my face so then I can easily go in with my buffing brush or beauty blender even and just dab it in and I'll get like a very nice light I'll get a very nice even coverage hence why I like using the stipple brush like I would not use the stipple brush to like dip into the foundation and start buffing it into my face. I would never do that. Please don't do that, it will hurt. But it's so much better than taking my, like using my fingers, because like I've said, I hate using my fingers when I'm applying makeup. It's much better also than using like your beauty blender, which will like suck up most of the foundation. If you just go from straight, if you just go from applying your foundation onto your beauty blender and then blending it in, or even like taking the foundation from the mixing palette and then blending it in. And then even with the buffing brush, like buffing brushes or like dense buffing brushes are pretty thick so they will suck up some of the foundation and I don't really like that whereas like a stipple brush is meant to like not suck up the foundation instead its entire purpose is pretty much to like put the foundation onto your face very thinly but in a very nice way for like a even coverage and then you can go in with whatever other brush you have just to like blend it in which is I think the entire purpose of the stippling brush um however i still hate stippling brushes but i really like using this brush after i found a good way to apply my foundation and now i like use it all the time um i don't really know what i just said and i will probably go over like editing this tomorrow and being like what actually was my point with the elf stipple brush but but basically i enjoy using it i enjoy now no using stippling brushes now that i know how to use them that I don't end up hurting myself. So yeah, that's kind of what I have to say about that.
All right, friends, that wraps up today's episode of Cute Kinda. I hope you found it bearable. I hope like the last section wasn't too confusing. But if you would like to listen to future episodes of Cute Kinda, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Bullhorn, Overcast, Amazon Podcasts, and pretty much any like major podcast streaming service. Um, if you would like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at cute kind of podcast. You can also follow our newly bought back to life Twitter account, which is at cute kind of. If you'd like to email me, my email is hello cute kind of at gmail.com. And then like always, any products I mentioned are linked on the blog at www.cutekindof.com and I think I'm gonna write a blurb about what exactly I meant for each product if you got confused with whatever I'm saying. Totally understand so I'll do that but let's wrap up the show. All right so <laughs> some finishing notes for today's episode. Um, Like I said just now my Twitter's back. It has come back. I have revived it. Um, So I don't really know what I'm gonna use my Twitter for but I find that I think it will be really fun if I just post some like beauty, art, um, fashion, stuff in that realm inspiration on the Twitter account. So I think I like tweeted about like Ariana Grande's makeup and also linked to her like styling team from like makeup, hair, styling, photos. And then also I just did an artist and I just shared my <laughs> computer desktop wallpaper, um, the artist behind it. His name is Albert Bernstein, Bernstein I think. Um, he was a German-American painter and he painted mainly like American like western landscape. So like from Utah to like I don't know the Salinas Valley of California those types of areas and they're very beautiful like they're so 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 pretty and I highly recommend you can go on our Twitter account and you can like I've shared the link to his specific website so you can go through all his art and it's actually like beautiful like I would highly recommend you just look through it because it's just it is so pretty um next for instagram i think i found my theme um that might change next week but i think the theme i want to go for is like very orange um i think like not very orange but just very like warmer orange colors i changed my like um instagram photo the reason why was because i didn't want to do another like logo again i just decided that let's just do the color orange it has good vibes so I think that will work and it's also my new like icon in Twitter header on Twitter um but yeah but going forward I would love to hear your recommendations on what I should do with my Instagram account because like I don't really know with the new like Instagram update I kind of like really hate it so I don't go on Instagram longer than I need to be but I think I'm gonna start doing like weekly music recommendations and weekly podcast recommendations as well also i'm thinking about starting a newsletter just talking about what i read and just what i listen to and just like what i've been doing for the past week um i think it'll be fun i know people love newsletters i love newsletters i think they're just like so fun because it's literally bite-sized information and i have the choice to look into it more or if i don't want to i don't have to but yeah so a lot of fun stuff will be happening with this podcast very soon. However, I'm going to keep updating the blog whenever I update with an episode, so don't worry about that. Or maybe I'll do like an expanded blog post as like my newsletter. 
who knows i want to get back into writing i really enjoy writing i went to school for writing so we'll be doing that um other notes other tidbits uh so i'm pretty sure i'm almost done with final fantasy 10 for playstation 3 but yeah but going back to final fantasy 10 um i beat this boss so i went through the cutscene and i got really emotional it was very like sweet and i've been waiting for that cutscene to like show up because um like one of the pictures on the title screen is of that cutscene so i was like wow i can't wait till i get to watch that cutscene <laughs> but it's really cute it's very emotional i loved it and then also yesterday night i watched sleeping beauty um and sleeping beauty i think is one of my most favorite i don't actually it, it's held a special place in my heart because it was one of the very first Disney princess movies I've ever watched and I had on DVD. It was just my favorite and I was watching it and I really liked the art style of it. So the art style basically was that there was two different types going on. So for any like picture that remained stagnant, wasn't moving, was just there as like a backdrop or just a part of the movie, um, was a different art style from the actual cartoon the cartoon and like moving elements from like the people or like goons <laughs> um or other things as well which i thought was really really nice even like at the part where they show showed sleeping beauty waking up she was shown like stagnant in the first art style but then she changed into the second art style which i really liked and i just really enjoyed just watching the different colors happening and how they use music and colors in like combine that plus like using music as like a signifier for movement so whenever something drastic happened like they sh had like a very intense music playing if you know what i mean like beautifully crafted movie like i for always forget how nicely that movie was made and in my head the only things i remember is like the dressmaking scene and the very end of the movie when they're dancing in the hall however i don't actually remember the actual plot of the entire movie like i don't remember any other scenes other than those two and yeah it was very nice very enjoyable and it goes by very quickly even the fight scene was like pretty quick so it's not like a very stressful movie which i really enjoy <laughs> but it's a very cute movie i really like the like um art style of it and i think i'm gonna pixel art it at some point who knows but yeah, so that's basically what is going on with me. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will talk to you guys next week on Friday. But until then, have a great weekend and week. Bye!